0: Now we're going to look a little bit broader. We're going to talk about Canada, Germany, and Russia.
1: Yeah. This follows up that controversy a few weeks ago. You remember when there was that turbine that was that was repaired in Canada and then was being sent back overseas so that it could be... Installed in a pipeline so that Russian energy could get to Germany because Germany needed it, and it was this whole thing because an exemption had to be made to the sanctions that Canada has imposed on Russia, uh, and and the Ukrainian president at the time said that he felt uh, you know that that was the wrong move. Uh, Justin Trudeau was accused of betraying Ukraine you remember that whole conversation well yesterday the German Foreign Minister and Alina Baerbock and Canada's Foreign Minister Melanie Jolie had a had a conversation talking about this Nord Stream uh, 1 natural gas pipeline so the whole idea is you send back this turbine it gets installed Russia sends gas to Germany but that hasn't really worked out and the German minister basically says that uh, Vladimir Putin's just playing games
0: he tried to split us he tried to play games with us. And now the whole world can see crystal clear that he is just using energy as a game play.
1: And that even though that turbine was repaired in Canada and returned, that Putin is just using energy as a weapon of war further proof and that was a big part of the conversations we understand yesterday
0: so is that is that really the case is that how we're looking at this and how we're perceiving it let's find out with our next guest who's the who's an author writer and energy policy analyst david yeager is joining us david good morning thanks for being on the show
2: Hi, good morning.
0: So, okay, yeah. this situation feels a bit convoluted. So hopefully uh, we've we've set it up correctly and defined the situation for what it is. In your opinion, do you think that this is just Russia playing a, a, a game of war chess? <laughs> well, if I could start with a joke,
2: <clears throat> you're, talking, you're talking to the only guy in the world that really knows what's going on over there. and I mean, I have no idea, but I just, <laughs> you know what I got thinking, though, of, uh, in preparing for this interview? Is there was that famous quote from Winston Churchill in 1939 and he described Russia as a riddle wrapped in a mystery inside an enigma and so in, in, in tracking this down I found a great article from the New York Times in 2008 and what there had been a bunch of double crosses and double dealings with oil companies and uh, the usual stuff and the, the quote the article says an inscrutable and menacing land That plays by its own rules, usually to the detriment of those who uh, choose more open regulations. And so, I think that sums it up pretty well. Is uh, is you you know who knows what? The only person that knows what they're doing is Vladimir Putin. And and it's there's he you know they say one thing and do something else. But this is not new. This is why I thought this quote was trenchant. Yeah, and this is why I
0: think it's so funny that as we just heard, German Federal Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock says, "Now the world can see crystal clear." I don't know that this is crystal clear for everyone that's trying to analyze
2: this. (laughs) Well, yeah, life was simpler in 1939. And Winston Churchill, everybody thinks a pretty smart guy, couldn't figure it out. But, uh, But no, what they're doing is there was a report out from the International Energy Agency this morning that really looks back a year. And they started throttling gas supplies to Europe a year ago, last September. They started choking back the gas just a little bit. Okay. And uh, they really, they, 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 they are now at the point, and I think it's pretty, pretty good. Cool, the turbine thing look nobody really knows what they're doing or understands what to do we talked about this uh, they, they, they said well if we don't give the turbines back you know we're not going to give you any more gas so Canada Canada did what they would do to a you know a g7 partner country they thought well gosh you know we well, you know we've got a you know there's a lots of moving parts in this and this will annoy the Ukraine but maybe keep uh, Europe from starving or freezing to death and so they sent the compressor back and because it went to Germany it hasn't moved it didn't make any difference that was the that was the, the NATO of yesterday's conversation, is Canada's initiative of going against the grain on the sanctions had no material impact. There's one, one turbine that hasn't moved since it got to Germany.
1: Well, and that. Then- And that goes along with what uh, Baerbach had said about they're trying to, to split us because there was a huge controversy and the Trudeau government got an awful lot of flack for abandoning Ukraine. So it seemed like yesterday's conversation was more about trying to repair some of those bridges and continue to paint Putin as the bad guy in all of this, which I think most people agree he is. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's no
2: problem with that one. <laughs> He's the bad guy, all right. Yeah. the The point is, is that uh, even though they there was a the the pipeline went down for maintenance that ended about a week ago, and then they're only at 20% levels. So they're running the math on, on on the gas at 20%, and they're going into next winter and they're saying that there's no, there's, there's no way that Europe is going to have sufficient storage built up uh, for the winter heating season. So they're already ration, rationing electricity all across Europe. I, I saw Spain yesterday, is, uh, they're shutting off lights at night, uh, controlling the thermostats. If you're running your air con, you can't be any cooler than, than 27 degrees Celsius with a hot day in Canada. Mm-hmm. In the winter, they're saying you can't be any warmer than 18 degrees Celsius. They're scrambling to find LNG, and they're looking like that, yes, are using that there's no absolutely no question at this point that uh, Putin is using um, energy in particular natural gas as a weapon of war going to break the back of the people that are I guess that uh, the 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 strategy would be to break the back of the people that are supplying the ukraine with weapons uh, that's making life miserable on the on the uh, on their war front so, and so it is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real mess.
0: So is the goal then to, to really make the people of Germany uncomfortable, or is the goal to make Canada look bad because Canada is the country that had to make this sanction <laughs> exemption?
2: Well, going back to Winston, uh, a riddle uh, wrapped <laughs> in a mystery inside an enigma. Now That's there's another war going on. <laughs> there's the Cold War between Russia and the United States. It's being fought in Europe again that yeah, I mean we can't lose the geopolitical aspects of this are are, uh, are are continuing I mean if you go back to Trump the much uh, much low Donald Trump when they built Nord Stream 2 he said don't do it he said to Germany don't do it don't Get more dependent on Russian gas, and of course, it was Trump. So it didn't matter what he said; mm. he was ridiculed. But he was warning them about their increasing dependence on Russian gas and what that could mean. But yeah, there's another battle going on here, yeah. uh, which is a, which is a, a, a reinvention of the Cold War, and and then and so there there that's why there's, there's so many elements to this and so many layers to this that uh, to to really understand what's going on but in the end uh the the sort of where we were at last time is 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 what europe did was they they made themselves dependent on russian gas and and decided they didn't need uh, alternative supplies of, of of coal oil and natural gas went all in on renewables and left themselves vulnerable to uh to uh uh, a guy with bad intentions, <laughs> and, <laughs> Vladimir and maybe, Putin. Yeah,
1: maybe it'd be nice if Canada could help. But even if we can, and if there's a political will to to ship more energy overseas to Europe, this is a long game. This
2: doesn't happen overnight either. I was uh, thrilled to see the finance minister uh, say yesterday that we'll get Europe more LNG, and Eventually. and and that w- finally, you know, finally. I mean, after spending years blocking. Energy exports, but of course that's where the votes are now. This is, I mean, this is all politics all the time, all over the world. Uh, For the longest time, under the Liberals, that blocking uh, uh, hydrocarbon development and exports was good for votes. Uh, The pendulum has swung. Now blocking um, LNG exports is is not. That's where the votes are now. Is supporting Europe. So they've changed their mind. The the mysteriously silent on this is the government of Quebec, which about a year ago, right now killed the energy second a lng export project uh, which and, and uh, the uh, the liberals doubled down on that one in february so everybody's mysteriously silent about the moves of both the Quebec and the Canadian government on a, on a large scale LNG project, which was killed a year ago, and now they're, they're dusting off some smaller projects uh, that uh, in New in New Brunswick and Nova Scotia, helping get something going in a couple of years. But
1: yeah, so but, how long? That's that's what I'm trying to get at as a timetable. Oh, they say we're going to do it, but how long is this going to
2: take? Well, we can't do anything for the for the time frame of it's already August. So, the, for the time frame of the coming winter, there's very little we can do. I believe that there may be some more energy exports. One of the one of the big setbacks was the Freeport LNG export facility from the U.S., which is big help. Caught fire in uh, June, and it's supposed to be back online in October. Uh, but they are, um, you know, as they say, in the oil patch between a rock and a hard place, and uh, and, and for the for the upcoming winter, they're and they're scrambling, and, and, and you know, we'll see what goes. But uh, in the short term, um, uh, Russia is playing hardball, and uh, it's a, it's a war being fought with many weapons on many fronts. And, um, and, and our, our little part that we play over here, just trying to help out where we can, a little late to the party on the, on the, on the exports. In the long term, yes, if, if Canada decides to join the world again and, uh, and participate uh, in the world. And this is, it drives us and the oil packs nuts. I mean, the largest single supply of responsible natural gas in the world that has been intentionally held off the market for political reasons is in Canada. Now, if I sound a little—if I sound a little testy, I am, and we should be. So that's—but that's fine. That's reversing itself because of global events. But it's—it's not common sense that's calling, causing us to uh, to start thinking about doing the right thing on, on, our, uh, our, uh, on the global energy front. It's—it's it's, uh, it's bad, bad behavior on uh, on on Putin's part and events in Europe, unfortunately. not, so- not, not, not
0: let's let's then bring it back to our soil then david so yep. just go down that road with, with us for a couple minutes because we do have a little bit more time with you in a, sure. in a perfect world then how does canada re-enter the the global stage of being an oil supplier what what is we, what we is the go back that we need say to do?
2: That, yeah we go back and 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 uh we we basically re-look at everything we've done since 2015 and saying that we cannot you know the climate policies and the, it was 18 LNG export projects on the books only 10 years ago uh, one of the largest uh, pools of natural gas in the world that, that remains untouched is the Horn River Basin they're trying to build the uh, LNG Canada project the the West the um, coastal gasoline pipeline is still obstructed um, you know there's people that trashed that pipeline in February that haven't been arrested yet I mean the Quebec government is, is banning fossil fuels they're going to court there's people that have Natural gas deposits in the Lower Mainland, in the Lower St. Lawrence uh, region of Quebec that are having to take the government to court because they just made producing oil and gas illegal in the province of Quebec. I mean, there's all kinds of things that we've done. In, in the name of, um, of political correctness and climate change in Canada that are detrimental to not only our economy, but the, but the, uh, the energy balance of the world. If you go back, I mean, I'm throwing out a bit of a roll here. But no, rant I, away. I, well, no, but, well, rant. That's a strong, I try not to <laughs> rant, you know. but I do well, get, Stay on I your role. then. I do get a little testy on these things, but if you go back to the 70s when the OPEC crisis, when what solved the OPEC crisis was not OPEC, it was the West it was the north slope of Alaska the North Sea. It was the western countries that solved the energy crisis of the 70s. And when oil got really high in, in, in 2008 when it went to $147 a barrel and had an impact on the global economic crisis of 8 09, the the countries that Move the needle on global oil surprise was Canada, Canada and the United States. Uh, Canada put 2 million barrels a day of oil sands on production, and the uh, and United States shale oil added 8. Like, we changed the whole, the Western countries changed the whole global energy balance, and now we're run. you know, we, we're the people that can move the needle, that can make the changes, are run by governments that, that got elected by promising to make fossil fuels illegal. I mean, we got a government in Canada running around telling us that you can't use nitrogen and fertilizer and you're going to have to cut emissions. I mean, we got to, You know, we, we're we're part of the world. We got yeah. to join the world and look around. Okay, David.
0: <laughs> David, we'll we'll leave it there. That's all the time that we have with you. Oh, but don't, some...
2: don't give anybody. I don't want to get arrested here. Don't give it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give anybody my address. Hey. No, hey. no, David, your
0: candor is appreciated. Thank all you so right, much for your perspective. Day. Yeah.
2: All yeah right, bye-bye. You. Bye. Bye.